Hello, everyone, and welcome to Alight On, our video series that brings to light the latest and greatest human capital in business topics. Today, we are joined by our financials expert, Ethan Carlson, Vice President and Global Practice Leader for the Workday Adaptive Planning Practice, and Mark Howitz, the Director of IT Strategic Programs for TELUS International. Today, our panelists are going to discuss the advantages of having your financial planning and accounting on a single platform as well as how to address an ERP or planning system that hasn't kept pace with the company growth or market changes. Ethan and Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks. Uh, of course. So before we get started, I just have one reminder for our viewers. If you have a question today for either of our panelists, make sure to put it in the queue box on the upper right-hand side of the console. We will make sure to follow up with you at the conclusion of today's episode. Now let's dive right in. Even as organizations are taking the right steps towards a new normal for their workplace and their people, there continue to be many uncertainties, especially in finance. So Ethan, I wanna kick things off with you. What are you seeing with clients these days with respect to planning and their ability to respond to disruption? Um, sure, I mean, I think it's a great question and, and we've seen a lot. Um, you know, certainly I think that right now, uh, finance teams uh, across all companies are under a, a level of strain they haven't seen in, in, in a long time. Uh, I sort of got into the uh, consulting uh, space and helping organizations move towards cloud-based solutions, uh, you know, right around uh, 2010, kind of in the shadow of the financial crisis. So it's not our first time seeing organizations go through challenging times and, and adjust to it, but I feel like this has been uh, a bit more dramatic than what we've seen. Um, so what what that has has been in more specifics is a lot of uh, you know increases in planning. You know we had organizations that you know if you think back to you know even a couple of months ago when there was the, the, a lot of uncertainty uh, and things were changing day to day. We had organizations that were shifting from forecasting uh, monthly or quarterly to daily and weekly, um, really increasing the, the 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 rate in which they were looking for information because things were changing so rapidly. Um, we also had a lot of outreach from our customers whose business models have been completely changed and they need to revamp how they're modeling, making sure that the way they're building their projections makes sense and that they can still be profitable in this in this um, new age and be a sustainable business. I mean, I think the easiest example we can all relate to is that of sort of a restaurant. If you're a restaurant business, uh, you were a, maybe a, a big uh, sit-in place, maybe a cash-based business. Um, well, everywhere around where I am, uh, you know, is, is cashless, doesn't want to transact that way, and also is very heavily takeout. So if you were in that sort of business, your, your model has changed completely in how you operate. So we're seeing that same thing through all industries in different, different flavors. Um, we're, we've also seen a lot of our uh, clients really look to, you know, I spoke to the speed and, and pace of, of forecasting, but also they want more data and they want it from more systems. Um, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this more as we go through the, the session, but the idea of focus on integrations, um, taking down barriers to getting information quickly. So if you have five, six, seven systems supporting your business, making sure that they're talking to each other uh, or better yet be all in one platform is something we've certainly seen a lot of. Um, but yeah, overall, I think, you know, we've always been a big proponent of helping finance teams and working finance teams to be value added strategic partners to the business. And you're seeing it more than ever right now with the strains organizations are under that that, that, that office is uh, being looked to at a level that, that's really unprecedented. Absolutely. And then so, Mark, from, from your perspective, how has your company responded and adjusted plans due to the pandemic? Oh, well, we had to go through all the change that everyone else had to where we globally primarily all work within uh, locations, sites where we have all of our employees. And we had to, within a couple of weeks, uh, globally move about 20,000 employees to a work from home 
uh, environment, uh, which is you know quite the daunting task. It was wild. It was crazy. We were we were doing what we needed to do to, to get that done. And of course, that changes the way you operate, right? Being able to access systems in the office is different than accessing them from home in a lot of ways. Fortunately, with, with cloud ERP, you, uh, when your data lives in the cloud, you're able to access it um, from anywhere. You're not locked into just being uh, within an office network. There's methods of, of accessing that data um, from work from home uh, sites as well. Awesome. So then, Ethan, kicking things back to you, what have clients who have made that transition to the single platform seen from their move in response? Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I think that what we've seen uh, organizations that have moved to cloud-based financial systems and really looking towards a single platform, um, I mean, they're the ones that are getting the benefit of speed that I was talking about, you know, with the clients that are forecasting daily or weekly, uh, doing that from disparate systems using heavy, you know, a lot of dependence on Excel and other manual processes, you're not able to move that quickly. So organizations uh, that we've worked, we've absolutely seen that benefit. Um, access. I mean, the idea of uh, if you didn't have a, a solution that you could access from your home, uh, you know, I'm not even sure how you'd be operating right now. With the cloud-based solutions, our, our organizations we work with automatically have that uh, ability uh, as part of that sort of platform. Um, you know, I think that, you know, we've seen this from a lot of our, our customers, but we've also been experiencing it ourselves right now at Alight, um, you know, with our own uh, full workday uh, platform-wide go-live uh, in North America and globally at the end, uh, first of April, um, right through the middle of this. And we've seen tremendous benefits already. Um, you know, I know that, um, you know, while my area of expertise is really on the planning side, I know that in the transaction processing and payment matchings, they saw a tremendous, you know, uptick in automated matches and other benefits. And all of that was done with a fully uh, remote deployment. And again, supported us taking our um, entire workforce and that, that supporting our um, business infrastructure, uh, you know, remote, similar to what Mark is talking about. That would have been very difficult under our legacy systems. Um, and then flipping around on the, on, the, on the planning side, you know, we've got, I think, 300 analysts that are running, you know, reports, inputting data, interacting with our, our planning pl platform on a, on a pretty daily basis. Again, that would be quite challenging uh, if we're just trading uh, spreadsheets via email, which from my experience up until this, uh, the, this cutover was a lot of how we, how we operated. And now we're able to uh, get real-time reports uh, in, a, in a decentralized fashion, which has been really useful. Definitely. And then, so Mark, back to you then, in your experience, what are some of those benefits of having your ERP and financial planning truly on the same platform? Well, there's numerous benefits. You've got all that data kind of living together. So you don't end up with breakage from integrating various systems and, and, and loading data. Um, we're no longer using, for example, a lot of data tracking on Excel, which of course is uh, inherently um, error prone. Uh, having all of the uh, planning and financial data in the cloud allows us to work with it in real time. Uh, we no longer have the kind of the look back that we used to have with uh, legacy ERP systems where now we're dealing with real-time data and being able to report on it uh, daily if we wish to and being able to be highly adaptive because we're able to access that and, and provide it to our leaders uh, where they can see the effects of strategic decisions. They can use it for making decisions and then they can immediately see or in a very short period of time see meaningful impact of those decisions and, and, uh, and evaluate constantly what they're doing. All with having that data together, it just makes uh, much more nimble, much more agile than before. 
Definitely. Thanks for that, Mark. And uh, before we move on, uh, gentlemen, we actually got an audience question from one of our uh, members who registered today. And I'd like to turn to that before we go to our next topic. Um, and remind you, this is for both of you to answer. So the question reads, I'd like to transition my organizational FINS platform to the cloud, but I'm sensitive to the current resource drain at my company and would assume that a deployment requires much more than normal from my team. What should we consider in terms of needed resource capabilities when moving or when considering rather a platform move? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll go first. I mean, I think that, well, you know, the interesting thing when you're moving to a cloud-based uh, financial system, you know, for, for uh, you, you know, you'll, ha you'll get, uh, you know, you'll have all of the normal process uh, items that you need to, to go through with an implementation. You have to think through best practices, design, how are you going to fit this solution to your business? But the actual deployment um, oftentimes can be quite a lot less intensive on the client side than a legacy application. And that's often a misconception. And if you think about all of the time savings you're getting, get as an organization overall from the, you know, the dependency on, you know, your own internal infrastructure and hardware, software, you know, uh, uh, all of that connectivity, shifting all of that to a vendor, it really reduces uh, a lot of that, that lift uh, on your team in, in, in on the, the client side. And then also, if you think again about a lot about how these, uh, you know, cloud-based solutions that are built to be multi-tenant and um, be, uh, more flexible, a lot of what used to take out, you know, days and you know, months of programming is a couple of clicks of configuration and choices that are made in a deployment. So there's a lot of inherent efficiencies. And, you know, I'm not to say, I don't want to give the impression that an implementation of a cloud-based solution is not a significant project, because it is, but it is not, it, it certainly wouldn't be anything that's that's um, worse or more, more than it would have been. And oftentimes we see a lot of efficiencies. And then probably the biggest thing to consider, I mean, we've been, um, you know, implementing cloud solutions for, for, for over 10 years. And we do, I would say, even in a non-pandemic uh, uh, situation, we're doing 80% of our work remotely to begin with. And now we've just taken that 80% and shifted it up to 100%. And it's going just fine. You know, we're using technology like we're using today here to uh, record this, and, and it works pretty well. And so so I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't think that the um, those sorts of challenges would, would prevent uh, an organization from moving forward. Yeah, and I would just add on that with a cloud-based product, you no longer have the server footprint that you would have with your traditional ERP. So if you're in an environment where you aren't able to get resources into your data center, or your office or wherever you might be housing those um, those servers, you have the benefit of that not being a consideration with, with cloud ERP, right? You're using um, a, a platform that you can access from anywhere. It doesn't require the, the on-premises um, uh, resources. Uh, certainly, as Ethan alludes to, it is a project, there is effort, but the, these pro the product is very, um, nimble and agile and I would even describe it as somewhat forgiving as far as configuration changes. You can make decisions, you can kind of put them in and model them and if they, turn, if they don't turn out as expected, uh, making that change to something else is oftentimes not a heavy lift. Whereas if you're putting in you know, hard code, you can spend a long time just getting the solution as you uh, gave requirements for and then decide you don't like it and want to do something else. You've lost a lot of time. The cloud solution, yeah. very nimble, not really, a, not really a consideration. You can make updates relatively quickly. Uh, also, we've, we're a global organization, so the bulk of our deployment, even uh, under normal circumstances, is remote. We meet through some sort of an online platform such as this, and we're constantly working with people on other, other, in other parts of the world. We collaborate. collaborate. 
Um, there's no, we're actually about to kick off uh, a merger and acquisition implementation in the next couple of weeks and we're moving forward uh, knowing that things are going to be a little bit different and that we're, we don't have that on-site e even as an option, sometimes getting together and, and doing kind of a strategic session up front allows people to kind of meet the other people involved and that gives you some good chemistry. We're going to be starting online and doing it online, but we're, we're anticipating being able to do that both with the technology and with kind of this new way of, of operating. It's awesome. I think we could we could probably spend an entire episode debating how incredibly, how many advantages I should say there really are to using a single platform. But what I'd actually like to do is move on to keep talking about deployments, actually. And so, Ethan, I want to turn things back over to you. What are some lessons learned that you could share with organizations who are considering evaluating and implementing a cloud platform to run their financials and planning? Sure. I mean, I think they're like, there, there are many, many lessons learned, but maybe some of the, the biggest ones would be, you know, I think it's important to go into it again, like I said, recognizing that it is a project and allocating appropriate resources. Um, but as much as anything, also looking at it as an opportunity to, to, to put in place best practices. If you just take exactly what you're doing today uh, in, in your legacy systems and just lift and shift it over to a cloud-based solution, you're going to have the same inherent or potentially inefficient um, process and, and, and approach to your business in a new shiny package. And it's a missed opportunity to really rethink how you're operating and what you, your needs really are and, and to really look at how do we, you know, what are the key re reporting metrics we want to be able to do? How do we want to look at our business? What's important? Where are we going to be looking to be in, you know, five years? What are some changes that could be coming? Looking at all these things, factoring it into a, a system and making sure that the system you're choosing is flexible enough to, to accommodate that, I think is really important. And I also do think, um, you know, and then maybe I'm a bit biased being that I'm on the consulting side of this, but I think you want to have a, a, a real expert who has a point of view on how how a deployment should go. Uh, working alongside, I mean, first of all, everyone's got a, a, you know, you start these projects, everyone's already got a full-time job. And then now you insert in an implementation is a tremendous strain. So having a team that's really focusing in on the implementation is really important just for that, but also that they bring in expertise and, you know, maybe have worked with, you know, dozens or even hundreds. I mean, we, we've worked with close to 600 organizations uh, implementing uh, planning solutions for them. We've seen a lot. We've seen what works. We've seen what doesn't. We've learned from it. And bringing that point of view and, you know, uh, to, to implementations is something that it can be really valuable uh, to our customers. Because in, in uh, you know, these cloud-based solutions like a Workday uh, adaptive plan that we work with, um, it's, um, you know, there's six ways to solve every problem and pros and cons of each. And if you don't know what those are and haven't been through it, it's really hard to, to plan, you know, the steps down the road and implications. So having someone to, to guide through and through that I think is really important. Well, I have you in the hot seat, Ethan. I have sure. one more question that we got from the audience um, before our show started today. The question reads, are there analytics advantages to moving our finances to the cloud? Sure. I mean, there, there are tremendous analytical advantages, in my opinion. I mean, I think the the, you know, on, at the beginning of the session, I talked about a focus on integration, right, and bringing data together. So we have clients that are, you know, have a solution for every department, right? It's very easy to, to end up in that situation if you don't have a kind of holistic strategy for your uh, uh, systems uh, at your organization. And what you end up with then is when you're planning, you know, planning is it, it really when it's done well is not just a finance exercise, right? It's a team sport across the organization where you've got sales, marketing, operations, uh, HR, all participating in their pieces. And if you've got a single cloud solution, 
all of that data is in real time together. There's no integrity, you know, there's no delays. So, so that's one of the, you know, the biggest analytical advantage is just that real time information, you know, going into meetings, knowing that everybody's looking and playing from that same uh, set of data is, is really important. Uh, and there's a tremendous, um, benefit um you know we've seen you know typically also processing speed of cloud-based solutions for analytical is, is a lot faster um you know we've had organizations that might take half a day for data to recache in a legacy system to have access to it so it's always dated whereas in a lot you know most cloud solutions that's usually more uh, in memory calculations more real time um a lot of benefit there um you know i also think we've seen a uh, you know number of uh, again uh, also the, the kind of breadth is what you're able to look at so because you have all the data from you know if you're building a think about this from the finance office perspective you're doing your forecasting if you don't have access to all the operations data when you're doing it well you don't maybe include those metrics and i've always been a big proponent of uh, you know, having a balanced approach to what, how you look at your organization, making sure that it's not just financial metrics, but also operations, sales, other data, so that you're getting that full picture. Because um, oftentimes a lot of the non-financial metrics are, are leading indicators of, 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 of things to come. Um, so I think, again, having all that in one place, having that accessible and in the cloud is, is a huge advantage. Definitely. And so I know it's easy for a lot of our viewers to, to listen to what our experts are talking about and hear all these benefits of why moving your financial system to the cloud is beneficial. But I think it might be even more helpful to have a real life example. So Mark, I want to I want to have you, you know, elaborate on your story. But I know we've talked a lot through financial transformation. And I thought it was a great opportunity to close out today's discussion with you sharing your insights on your own finance transformation journey with our viewers. Of course, of course. Well, let me talk for a minute about where we started. We started with separate systems for HR, finance, and planning. Um, and throw in a, a good measure of spreadsheet activity. Uh, because I think when you have all these separate systems and you don't have a, a global strategy in mind, the fallback is the good old fashioned spreadsheet. And uh, so we had a number of those things in play. On the finance side, we had multiple instances of a legacy ERP. We have grown through uh, M&A activity. And so each one of our regions had their own instance of uh, one, of your, um, one of your classic ERP systems, none of which were integrated, by the way. So none of them talked to each other or to corporate. It was always relying on kind of month end uh, trial balances and, and whatnot being reported to, to really get into uh, details. So nobody at a global level really had the transactional information uh, or the, the planning uh, capabilities that um, are, are capable now through a cloud ERP. We didn't have um, the, the adaptability of uh, even the online uh, budget planning. It was Excel template after Excel template version 33.a, final, final, this time I really mean it, you know, send that off and, and, um, and hope that somebody doesn't open up the wrong version and then put those numbers, those types of things. We really had um, a, lot of, a lot of those types of challenges going on. So uh, moving forward, selecting uh, cloud ERP, where we have HR finance, and planning all in the same platform, a lot of those challenges have gone away because now you have global view to all that real-time data down to the transactional level on the finance side. Planning is much more, planning and analysis, much more uh, working with real-time real -time data, uh, much more getting into the details, getting into the weeds, 
not just looking at high level numbers, but really getting into what is it that makes up um, those numbers and determining well, what kinds of business decisions do we do we want to do we want to make. Um, I, I think that um, one of the one of the keys is to being nimble in uncertain times is being able to evaluate new ways of working and looking at it and determining what has worked, what needs to change. Um, we're able to do that in real time. We're not looking back at the end of the month or the end of the quarter and saying, well, how did we do? We are able to kind of look at that in more and more um, up-to-date information and make real-time decisions um, as, as business leaders. So it's it's been an exciting transformation. It was a lot of work. Um, we certainly, um, you need somebody with expertise to um, partner with you on that. As Ethan was talking about, you do need someone who's been there and done that to kind of walk you through the steps. Um, I think the cloud ERP implementation is easier from a business user's perspective in that they have more opportunity to see their process requirements visualized in the system sooner than with some of the other options that are available. They can go in and see what a business process looks like, comment on it, make updates, as I mentioned to mentioned earlier. It's quite nimble. You're able to make those kinds of changes um, and, and really bring about um, kind of engaging in the end user experience throughout the project. And so when you get to the end, it's not all, here's your system. They've been working in that system and visualizing it all along the way. They know kind of what they're getting and being prepared to jump in and start using it um, in, in production. And transfer, transformative, uh, transformation um, are, you know, great words to describe where we started from and where we are now, because it is completely different. And uh, when you look at it, uh, or where, it's where we stand to date from where we started, we've come a long way. Um, and it's been an exciting journey, um, absolutely. That's awesome to hear. And it's, it's really exciting to see the full journey just unfold and to see how successful you guys have been and what you're going to be doing in the future. Um, I want to thank you both for joining us today. And unfortunately, we are out of time uh, on today's episode. But I want to remind our viewers that if you are interested in learning more about today's topic or learning more about Ethan and Mark, there are additional resources on the console on the right-hand side. And I highly encourage you to check it out. We will always be here to shed a light on the latest human capital and business topics for you. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next month.